And me, Dan. This week we're going to discuss the new Google Recapture. Or just Recapture in general. It started with terrible letters and numbers that when you filled out a form, you had to guess what the letters and numbers were. Yeah, because what happened is that the nefarious people that do these sort of things built little bots that filled out forms. The nefarious Um, people, i.e. the spammers. Yeah, they just filled out forms all the time and sometimes what they were doing when they were filling out those forms was trying to inject bits of code or seeing if there was anything they could do let's say you were sending out quite expensive brochures for example (laughs) what you don't want is to be sending hundreds and thousands of these things to people that don't really exist or at least packing them and getting them ready to go and then realizing that they're not real addresses and just a terrible waste of time why were they doing it it can't be time wasting i can't believe that spammers spam just to waste time it must be that they thought that they might somehow be able to find a back door there's a number of reasons why they might do it yes seeing if they can get into back doors seeing if they can then identify where in the database they appear seeing if they can register themselves as users, because that way they can then try and upgrade their permissions. So there's a number of reasons why you might do it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. People thought, well, let's try and stop this. So there are a number of ways that you can do this, but the one that caught on, or the very first one, was Capture. That was basically doing, as you said, terrible letters. It was impossible. It may have stopped the robots. But I could never work out what those letters and numbers said. It didn't seem to mind whether I got them right or wrong. So I was never quite sure how it stopped the robots. No, it did matter whether you got them right or wrong. And the way it worked is it would give you a token. You would then fire back whatever the letters were. So it can't tell you what the letters are, but it can tell you that the letters that you entered are correct for that image. So that worked for a while. But then obviously, like anything, it's a war. So people got better and better so that machines were better at reading the letters than humans were and I think that's when you got to you which is I can't read these letters myself yeah (laughs) Yeah. so then they thought well there's different ways of doing this you had to start doing sums oh everybody loved that one I did like that one yeah I could do it I felt good (laughs) so um there was the (laughs) two plus four was all right yeah yeah and then there were the, the human ones where they would ask you an English language question that you would have to answer I don't remember that. And it was always phrased in a weird way. So it's like quite what? difficult. The colour of English mud is. And then <laughs> English mud? The English mud, yeah. And then it would just give you really odd answers like purple, orange or brown. So as a human, you're going to know it's going to be brown because the other answers are completely pointless and not well, likely just... to be. Is, I'm, is other countries... I'm not saying that was an actual question. I'm <laughs> so, no, I've got to get to the bottom of this. Are you saying that other countries, like German mud is what, green? And um, oh my gosh. So, African wow. mud is orange? So, yeah, uh, I mean, so, do we all have different muds? Yes, we do. So <laughs> Russian mud, for instance, is much darker than European mud. Is it? It's more, yeah, it's more peaty. And actually, if you're, you get into modelling, not of the underpants and muscles type, but in the sort of <laughs> blue and paint type, you'll find there's loads of paints. It's called like European earth or African clay, African desert, Russian forest mud, Russian steppes mud. They're all different colours because if you're well, that, really well, that... into it and you want the authenticity... I'm not there yet with my modelling, then it matters that that colour of mud is actually from Russia, not an English type of mud, which is a much more brownie type of mud. I'm so pleased I asked. Yes. I feel much (laughs) more knowledgeable and worldly. Anyway, the computers, obviously, 
these spam bots decided that they could answer that question too. Is that right? So then yeah. yes. there needed to be a new capture. Yeah, well, then we went through the honeypot phase. I don't know what the honeypot phase is. You're going to have to explain ah, that one. So the honeypot phase is that you put a form element into a form that you can't see as a human. So anybody who fills it in is obviously not human. Oh, the hidden yeah. form field. It's like a hidden form field. It's not actually hidden because if you say hidden, then the form knows, oh, I can't answer this. To a computer that's just reading through the code, it looks like an actual field, but actually it's not really there. That one or it's good. phrased, or it's phrased in a way like "Don't answer this question." Yeah, but of course it answers the question because it just tick, 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 tick box, tick box, tick box, tick all the okay. tick, tick all the boxes. Let's take a step back for a moment. We had all these different types of captures, and then yeah. Google comes along, and Google likes to do everything and make it simple and take all our data, but give us lovely things. And so, what was called a recapture? There was the the Google recapture version two. So there's the ubiquitous "I'm not a robot" checkbox, which I don't understand either, because surely a robot can check a checkbox. But it's not a checkbox, is it? That's the thing about it. What is it? It, it doesn't appear to the computer, to the bot, that that's something that it should press, just as an image. Do you know, is, the original is a hidden... one was very interesting because remember all those crappy words and crappy letters? Mm. They were taken from text of books that needed transcribing into a language. So they would give you words that you would write those words out. They might not make any sense to you because they were Latvian, but they were transcribing books. That's what they were doing. So it was quite a nice. You remember how the Internet used to be quite friendly in that sort of way. And so, what you're going to say next is Google used those grid of images and said, which images have traffic lights? Yes. And you had to click them. That was my worst type of spam bot capture. Okay, but that's I really only... hated that. Because sometimes it might have a tiny bit of a traffic light pole. Now, does that have a traffic light in or not? Okay, so to see that picture, the choose from the grid, walkways or cars or trucks or traffic lights, you have to have failed the original part. <laughs> Recapture 2 has a small part which goes, are they doing a thing that a human would ordinarily do? I obviously if, fail them quite a lot. Yeah, then. but that might be because you're, as a web developer, you're going and doing strange things on websites that normal people don't do, like refreshing right. pages over and over Hopefully. again. So then you fail. Then you get the, it's always an American word, isn't it? So it's always with sidewalks in it or with pedestrian crossings. They don't call it pedestrian crossings, whatever they call it. Yeah, again, yeah. you don't have to get 100%. If you get 80%, you're going to pass. I watched a brilliant new series on Netflix called Upload. And it's similar to the book I'm reading by Neil Stevenson that's all about uploading once you're dead. Anyway, the guy was trying to get to his funeral. He had been uploaded. And to get into his own funeral, he had to click the cat pictures on one of those grids. <laughs> and there was an electronic person or a robot or an algorithm in this yeah. uploaded world. And he's dressed as a bellboy. He'd been standing there for ages, like clicking away couldn't understand why he couldn't get in because he couldn't work out which one had the cats in and the guy comes in and clicks cat and in he gets to his own funeral. That made me laugh. So, and, yeah. And that's kind of where we are now. But the new one is that actually you can pass and you'll never see that one because part of it is hidden, that it's seeing, are you doing normal human things? Yes, you are. That's fine. Or it's probably actually framed in, are you doing non-ordinary human things on this page? Yes, you are. Right. Show them the grid. Before you move on to the final one, the recapture version 2B is mm -hmm. invisible recapture badge. Validates requests in the background. Instead of you having to click the I'm not a robot badge, it works on you clicking a different button on that page. So it might be the submit button or something else that you've had to click on. And it works 
using that. So it, it's making it invisible and it's one step better, but it's not as good as three. Um, the new one. And the thing with three is it does away with the grid completely. I mean, you either fail or you don't. Because it's using AI, it learns all the time the kind of ways that computers do it. So it gets better and better. So it's a learning algorithm. So the reason that I wanted to do this podcast was because I'm starting to put recaptures onto forms, onto clients' websites. And one client came back and said, where's my recapture that I've paid for? And I was like, well, it's invisible. It is a new thing. People aren't knowing it's there. So recapture version three is completely invisible and it's done in the background, which makes me laugh slightly because it's done by robots to stop robots. Yes. But is it anything you do at all or it's just by the, the very fact that you don't touch something that it thinks no, it's got you... nothing to do with what you touch it's actually looking at how the mouse moves how the cursor moves how you travel through the form if you're going you've done the form in a hundredth of a millisecond yeah you're not a human being i mean i'm giving you a really obvious one because the bots get cleverer they fill it in slowly they enter in the letters one by one blah, blah, blah. Mm. but what it's doing is it's learning by the way that you fill the form in are you a bot are you not a bot there's no new hidden fields or weird click things that you're not meant to click or you are meant to click it's actually looking at the way you fill out the form and the way you act on the page and where you move your mouse and it's saying that is a human way of dealing with it not a computer well that's a good thing it's a good thing that we don't have to be in charge of saying that we're not a robot well it's good for now isn't it i mean it might be annoying later why well you wouldn't want to be told that you're not a human by a computer. <laughs> like it's a great. Human. It means that as a designer, our forms can go back to looking nice. People yeah. aren't having to spend extra time. And people like me that get it wrong and end up with grids and get really upset, we're not going to yeah. have that issue anymore. And don't like Unless selecting cats and lampposts. We become too like a computer and then we'll get into trouble again. So what happens if you don't pass? They doesn't submit the form. Oh, no, that would be annoying. Yes. It would be especially annoying if it was something you needed, maybe like your bank. And they said, mm, <laughs> nah, you're not a human. You can't have your money. No, but I am a human. Mm, we don't think you are. Yeah, computer says no. Right. A whole new <laughs> level of computer says no. Yeah. And there's no way of disabling it. I mean, I suppose the point is it's made for spams. So they've worked very hard to make sure that you can't just disable it mm. and carry on. Absolutely. You can't actually submit the form without getting a positive. In the steps forward, as technology goes and things change, and often you're like, okay, but I think this is a really good step forward, and I hope that people will start to be used to it, and we should start to change all forms in this direction. Yeah, but and what you've not- also brought out is there is a convergence on this, which is the computers get cleverer, and eventually you'll get a point where it's almost impossible to distinguish a human from a bot or a piece of programming. We call them bots, but they'll be a little bit more advanced by then. And then you do run into a problem. Especially when we end up augmenting ourselves and becoming computers and bots ourselves. That one them. All that bots display more human features than humans and actually start locking humans out because humans can't act human enough to keep up with the bots. That's where you start to run into uh, where do we end up here. But I'm guessing we stop filling out forms, really. Yeah, you just plug <laughs> in. People will be able to read our minds. Yeah, our data is our DNA. You know from our DNA that that is all the answers that you'll ever need from us. It's definitely the way of the go that you have to authenticate it with your yeah. DNA or use blockchain. Yeah. Wrapping bits of your own personal identity, a bit like fingerprinting. Proving well, that, that you are who you are. 
you just say, I am Abby Forkus and I allow you to have my name and address. But in the meantime, when we're updating your forms to be invisible, we promise we're not charging you for the Empress new clothes. We are doing what we say we're doing. We've okay. got what you pay for, sir. <laughs> you asked for some invisible clothes and that's exactly what you've got <laughs> <laughs> well we're going to end it there this week and even if we haven't helped you at all with recapture so I hope that we've educated you in different coloured mugs I look forward to speaking to you next week okay goodbye from me goodbye from me